Welcome to Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. I'm Simone Gray Soul, and I'm here to teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without paying for ads, buying Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and I promise you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. What's up, what's up, my friends? Today, I am coming at you with a new concept that I created or stumbled upon or downloaded <laughs> called pain point dismissal. This is when we dismiss our clients' pain points. Let me tell you exactly what this looks like with life coaches and different niches. For example, if you coach people on their health, for example, and your client says, oh, I really want to lose 20 pounds. And you say to them, well, actually losing weight is not the most important thing. Your health is the most important thing. And let's like take care of your overall health and worry about the weight second. That is a form of pain point dismissal. You are dismissing the fact that to them, their extra 20 pounds, it's really, that's what they perceive as their own problem. That's what's giving them pain. Another way to dismiss a client's pain point is let's say you are a relationship coach and your client or your prospective client thinks that the problem is that their husband um, doesn't pay them enough uh, enough attention, right? They're unfulfilled in their relationship because their husband is aloof. Let's say that that is what they are experiencing their problem is. And a lot of coaches will swoop into this kind of situation and say, actually, It's not your husband, it's you and your confidence. If you had more confidence, if you knew how to ask for what you want, then you would be able to get what you want from a husband. So that is also a form of pain point dismissal. This client is experiencing the husband's actions as painful. And when you dismiss their interpretation of it, you are telling them that the way they are experiencing the problem is not valid and that they should take your interpretation instead. Do you see what I'm saying? We do this a lot. Life coaches do this a lot. And we do it with the best of intentions. And you know what? The thing is, most of the time, we are right. We want to offer the reframe in a way that we know is going to be more conducive to actually solving the problem, right? Complaining about your husband and trying to manipulate him into ask into acting the way you want can only take you so far. But if you create the confidence within, if you create the contentment from yourself, that starts to solve so many different kinds of problems and that will lead to a different kind of dynamic in your relationship. For example, and if you're obsessed with losing weight, you know, continuing to obsess over the weight or at the cost of your health is probably not going to be helpful. Like you probably should think about your overall health a lot more than your, than the weight per se. So when you dismiss clients pain points, I want you to know you are right. (laughs) You're right in theory, but that still does not make it a good marketing strategy. Not only does that make it not a good marketing strategy, it's not a good coaching strategy either. 
because all good coaching, in my opinion, meets the client where they are. We don't tell them that the way they're experiencing the problem is wrong. We don't tell them that what they are experiencing as painful shouldn't be painful, right? Because we have this holier than thou, more enlightened perspective. And if only you could see it from this more enlightened perspective that I have, you would stop thinking that your husband's words are the problem or that, or that, um, your weight is the problem. Like, oh, that's a very unenlightened way of thinking about it. Like, if you <laughs> find yourself going into this kind of attitude, right? Of feeling like a little bit superior to them. Like, oh, you're only seeing the tree, but I can see the whole forest and you should see the whole forest too. Like, that is a dismissive attitude to to have towards somebody who is in pain, who is struggling, who is asking you for your help, who wants to ask you for your help. Now, I would like to propose to you two workarounds for what to do when you find yourself um, feeling superior and accidentally, with the best of intentions, um, dismissing your client's pain points. So number one, think about how you would talk to them about their problem, how you would explain how you can help them if you were talking to the most ignorant person you can think of. Now, big caveat here. When I say ignorant, I don't actually mean they're ignorant. I don't mean that they're not intelligent. I don't mean that they're not sophisticated. I just mean they are ignorant when it comes to self-development. They're totally ignorant when it comes to self-help concepts about how the mind works, how the brain works, how our emotions work. Let's say this is somebody who has never picked up a self-help book in their life, never listened to a motivational speech in their entire lives. They have no interest. How would you explain it to someone like that? Right? Because I can assure you, um, you wouldn't launch into you know, a lecture about brain science, right? Or if you did, you would make it, um, you would wait to, you would find a way to frame it so it's really engaging and accessible and interesting to them, right? Let's say you wanted to talk to people, people about their health. How would you explain it to somebody who is completely the most ignorant person you can think of when it comes to thinking about health. Let's say someone is otherwise very smart, very, you know, nothing wrong with them, except when it comes to their health literacy. Let's say your your specialty, your niche is integrative, integrative. How do you say that word? Integrative? Integrative holistic health. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there with very, very low knowledge on all of that. So if you met someone who's never heard of the mind-body connection, they don't even know what that word means. They've never heard of it before. How would you begin to talk about it, right? How would you frame it? What kind of examples would you give? What kind of stories would you tell to meet them where they are and to give them an accessible entry point, right? And you might really have to take some time and brainstorm about this, right? And um, think about what would have made sense to you, like what compelled you, what got you curious enough to learn more when you are not an expert life coach, when you were also just a lay person with an average amount of about uh, amount of knowledge about this. And you might be telling me, but Simone, 
My ideal client isn't completely ignorant about these things. They are educated. They know how to speak um, the language of the mind and about our potential. And they, they, ha- they are interested in self-help. I get it. But if you just assume a lower bar, a lower standard, again, not for how smart someone is generally, but just their subject matter knowledge, right? If you just can, the reason I ask you to think about the most quote unquote ignorant person when it comes to this domain is is because that's what's going to push your brain to really, really get it down to an everyday, super accessible, super understandable level, right? So like I said, a lot of the time the answer is giving people examples and stories of something that that they can immediately relate to and understand instead of coming at them with theories and concepts and buzzwords, right? Okay, the number two, the second strategy I suggest is to really be focused on the pain point, the problem that they're experiencing. I'm just going to keep using the um, the example of weight loss. Let's say someone really wants to lose weight loss, but you are thinking as the coach that their, re- their real problem is their emotions and their overall overall health, right? You believe that f- learning how to, you know, process and experience emotions in a healthy way and taking care of yourself, like really like self-care for overall health, overall health is much more important than, and it's a, it's a much more sustainable um, solution to weight loss than going on a crash diet. Like I said, of course, you're right. <laughs> but what you should do in a case like this, when the, when the client is like, but I really want to lose weight, or your audience just wants to lose weight, is to present um, present your case for how you can help with the solution to their problem still at the center, right? So don't say that's not important, but, right? Don't say we'll get to that, but after we talk about all this other stuff, tell them you want to lose weight, I will help you lose weight, right? I see that this is very important to you. Yes, of course, you want to fit back into that dress. You want to look great in a swimsuit. You want to have more energy to run around after your kids. Yes, losing weight is important. I agree with you. <laughs> you got to agree with them, right? Why would you work with somebody who doesn't even want to agree with you, who doesn't want to try to see things from your perspective, right? So agree with them and then um, reassure them that you can get them the desired result. Unless they're asking you to help help them lose 20 pounds in one week. And you're like, yeah, that's like not even something that I, right? That's not something that you want to (laughs) offer as something that you can help them get because it's like, it wouldn't be healthy. But you can say, okay, if you work with me for six months or whatever, um, based on the results that my other clients have had or based on on my skills and what I know, you can look forward to losing this much weight. And this is the best way that I know to how to, to get you there so that you can do it and enjoy, you can lose the weight in an enjoyable way and you never have to worry about it coming back. And here's how. And then you talk about the emotions and the overall health and the blah, blah, blah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that whole frame of like first agreeing with their, with what they say their problem is and, or rather like, you know, being willing to, acknowledge to validate that that is 
um, painful for them, and then assuring, reassuring them that you do have the solution to that particular problem. If they want to lose weight, you will help them lose the weight. And then sort of after that reassuring, um, presenting your how, right? Like your method as the most effective way to get there, right? This is a much, much better, it's going to be a much more effective strategy than just telling them, yeah, but weight isn't really important. Don't you see? Don't be so shallow. (laughs) We all, whether we're coaches or clients, we're just human and all of us, we want to be understood. We want to feel like the other person is at our level. They can understand and empathize with what we understand as our problems. I think you get what I mean. Now, remember, pain, point, dismissal. Don't do it. (laughs) Make your language accessible when you talk about it. Always think about the lowest common denominator of what somebody knows about what you know about. Just assume they know nothing. Make your language plain, accessible, easy to understand from the perspective of somebody who knows nothing about it. And... Meet them where they are, acknowledge the importance of the problem as they experience it, and then reassure them that you have the solution. Everything else you want to take comes second. Remember that and you will be marketing with so much more efficacy. People will want to actually work with you. Imagine that. I hope that was helpful and I will see you on the next episode. Hey, are you a life coach with one, two, three clients? wishing you could get to fully booked well i have created just the mastermind experience for you i am getting together a group of super powerful life coaches who are already very skilled at what they do who already have fans and clients that rave about them but they just can't ever break through the you know the three client four client barrier to get all the way to whatever a full practice constitutes for you. It could be 15, it could be eight, it could be 20. If you want to know how to do that in the next six months, go to my website, simonegraysoul.com. I'll leave the link in the show notes to read more about and apply for the mastermind. It is going to change the trajectory of your business and your life. Find out more on the website and I hope you'll join us.